I mean, 30 days goes by. I need to see something happening. If I can't roll up and out, I'm not going to hold on to it for another 27 days or whatever the case is, right? So we need to see movement happening. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're looking to create a bulletproof trading plan, then you need to get the Bullish Power Cheat Sheet. This holds the secrets that you've been looking for. You can get it completely for free at 10minutestocktrader.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. Good afternoon, traders. Quick reminder, um, we are closed. Actually, I need to update this a little bit until June 20th. On June 20th, we will reopen. Next week, go on a vacation. Monday is a holiday. Uh, Monday the 19th is a holiday. So the next time that we will see each other will be on June 20th. So I hope you don't mind. Take a little vacation. Um, I'm always here to serve you every single day, though, in the 10-minute trading room. So with that being said, um, I spent a lot of time this morning um, re-honing the outlier plan, talking to the developers, giving them my feedback, giving them my experience. And over the first 10 trades that I put on, uh, my returns have been outstanding. And because of that, um, that's really, really sold me on the product and on the process as well. And on that process, uh, I was walking around the neighborhood this morning and I was like, I need to write this down before I forget. So on the outlier trading process here, we're loading them all into, well, I get access to the outlier data, loading all those into our outlier scanner, going through each one individually, just checking for liquidity, because a lot of these are not as liquid as we would want to see, right? Of course. Checking the current color, meaning does it show as a point where we need to go ahead and get out? I believe one that I looked at this morning was like that. Um, if I remember correctly, it was this one. No, it was a different one. These are the only two I can remember right now. Yeah, if it's already showing to be an exit point, clearly don't get into it at that point. Clearly don't get in there. And so that's going to be... Um, a lot of our uh, entry already. Of course, liquidity and position size and everything else. Now for the close, we're looking at this oscillator each day. 
determining how um, how deep into the buyer-sell territory does it show and getting out at an appropriate value. Um, appropriate meaning where I backtested. Donna, good to see you. Brian, good to see you. And then what, we're, what we did yesterday was a lot of cleanup, right? So one week before expiration, if we can't roll up and out, go ahead and close. Now, Victor, good to see you. Now, the reason we do that is we want to make sure that we have enough liquidity. If we're doing it the day of expiration, you're running out of liquidity fast. We don't want to deal with that. If we can roll up and roll out, we can keep the trade on and at the same time, book some profits and at the same time, have more capital to trade with immediately. All of which are awesome because you still get to keep the trade on. However, if we can't roll up and out, then go ahead and take the trade off one week before expiration so we don't have any liquidity issues. And then as each ATR comes and goes, rolling the trade up each time. So uh, earlier on today, I was considering, hey, you know what? This may actually get to a second roll up and out uh, by two ATRs from entry, but it did not. Um, currently on SPY, well, actually, let me, let me click the bumper. Got to click the bumper. All right. We hit the bumper. Welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. And the way you do that is by having a plan. So going back to this, I was thinking we would be rolling this up and out earlier on today. It kind of fell back down. It doesn't have, um, price up over 23237. However, a tremendous trade, nine bucks in the SPY. And if we go to the SPY ETF real quick, my exit point is when the color gets to this shade. So it's 88 DB zero. Of course, there's a numerical value associated, associated with that inside their, their modeling here. But this is my point to exit. And I am going to do that today. So that actually is going to make using my criteria and backtesting a six out of six winners. Uh, this one is actually below average at only $9 in gain instead of $19 in gain, but six out of six winners using this criteria, which is freaking sweet. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and close that one. Now I did look this morning. There were so, so, so many stocks set up. I mean, I think it was like 60. So, so, so many stocks and ETFs that set up this morning. But a lot of them did not have the liquidity. And a lot of them did not fit in our relative strength criteria, right? Because we're still looking for their information to say, hey, this is a, a good opportunity. But if it doesn't have enough relative strength, or if it's not above its own 10 period moving average, I don't want it. But if it fits the 10 period moving average, if it fits on relative strength and they're giving us um, a buy signal on here, now we're talking. So we're blending these two pieces together to come up with some tremendous, tremendous results. All right, let me go ahead and close it. And I will do it on my other screen in the business account. So this is the SPY, June 30th, 420 calls which we rolled up from the 415s, if you remember. And Victor, I don't know if you put on the trade. I hope you did, because this should have been a little bit, a little bit profitable at least. 
All right, so it says I could get filled at 1180. Let's try 12 just for fun. Let's see what happens. All right, not filled at 12. <laughs> Let's do 1180, see if I can get filled. Oh, it's going down fast. 1170, 1160. All right, we'll let that work for a minute at 1175. Oh, it's gone. It's already gone. Fill at 1175. All right, closed. Spy at 1175. Right there, right about 430. Nine bucks out of that one. A tremendous trade. All right, so let me do the math real quick because I rolled this up and out, like I said. I got filled to close at 1175. So my results on this one, 11.75 to close. This gives me a result of 53% return. 53% return on SPY. And this is where I'm at right now. 21% on the year on 21 trades. And realistically, that only came in the last couple of weeks. Um, not at all upset about that. So super, super, super stoked. And this is the reason why I'm going to continue to do this. I hope you don't mind. And I hope that you are liking these trades as well. Uh, but like I say, I'm at 20. I could literally not trade for this year and next year and still beat average, um, average spy returns. Um, and funny story, this is actually new all-time highs for my account. New all-time closed high. I've had open highs that are better, but this is a new all-time closed high for me. Super, super awesome. So anyway, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very excited, very happy for this. Uh, but we also need to have our final thoughts. All right, final thoughts for the week. Final thoughts for two weeks before I see you again on June 20th. Oh, hang on. I didn't, didn't drop that in the Discord real quick. Of course, uh, like I mentioned here earlier, this is all 10 trades. Just a, a um, what is the word I'm trying to think of? This is not weighted the same as the trades that I actually have on. This is equal weighting, just showing uh, what the results would have been. Equal weighting, 42% gain on equal weighting there, which is crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, so 6923, trade number one, closed, spy. Sorry, I should have done this a minute ago. Spy, 63023, calls for 11.75. Um, so I'm at all cash right now. Okay, done with that. Now, back to this. I brought this up because so many people talk about um, market sentiment. That's the word I'm thinking of. And what the news is saying. And, you know, this website or that website. And uh, this account, I love this account, um, Arun Chopra. And I saw this and I was like, this is good. Uh, you know, at this point right here, Bank of America sees new lows for US stocks. The inflation shock ain't over. At this point right here, Bank of America sees, Bank of America sees rally fizzling out, even, fizzling out even as equity surge inflows. Equity inflow surge. I cannot read today, apparently. And then lastly, 
Bank of America, boom, 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 says the bear market is over, right? Now, do you trade on that? Clearly not, but you gotta wait and see your personal entry and exit signals. So what does this mean, right? Looking at this, at this guy, like in the corner he's talking about, he's like, mm, maybe I should do the opposite. <laughs> but you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff, right? You don't have to worry about the noise. You don't have to worry about who's saying what, what analyst is going where. All you gotta worry about is price. Is it moving in the direction you want to see? Is it hitting your entry signal? Is it hitting your exit signal? And your job, most of all, is don't do anything until you get those signals. Sit and let the trend work for you. Or if you're getting that exit signal, get the F out now. That's what you got to do. Wait for your signals and move and ignore all of the noise. Uh, Brian asks, when will the finalized new process be documented? Uh, well, as I mentioned, Brian, I just made some changes today. So I believe uh, maybe July. I, the reason that I'm not ready to just commit whole hog is I need to see variables, right? like we saw yesterday, um, closing those out because we couldn't roll up and out is now part of the plan. Because there's a lot of time. Um, let me see if I can find some uh, recent ones I was looking at. There's some trades that are just dead money. Recently viewed. There's some that are just dead money. Nothing happening, right? Um, let's see. Like this one, this is a great example. 30 days, 30 days goes by. And while it was a loser, it was only 12 cents. Right. I mean, 30 days goes by. I need to see something happening. If I can't roll up and out, I'm not going to hold on to it for another 27 days or whatever the case is. Right. So we need to see movement happening or like this one, right? 89 cents over 25 days. If I can't roll up and out, it's not got enough movement to it in order to keep it on. And that was something I needed to work through and see so I could document a process with that because everything needs to be rules-based, as you know. And we're getting really close to that point. I do think, talking to Yorn, also talk, talking to my friend Michael Moth, we might be changing up position sizing a little bit on these um, because the risk is a little bit less defined. And because the risk is a little bit less defined, um, I don't want to be over risking anything. So might be changing a position sizing a little bit on that, but that's okay. So Brian, great question. Okay. So uh, final reminder, as you could have definitely not noticed from the bottom of the screen, we will be closed until Tuesday, June 20th. Next week, I'm out on the beach. Monday, the market is closed. Monday, the 19th, the market is closed. Otherwise, I'll see you right back here Tuesday, June 20th at uh, 3.15 Eastern time, like usual. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic week. And I have no trades on right now. So unless something's on your mind, we don't have to even uh, text each other on Discord. But if you do, I'll be there for you. Have a fantastic week. And I'll see you right back again on June 20th. Talk soon. Hey, by the way, don't forget, you need to get the Bullish Power Cheat Sheet. And it's totally free over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com.